0: All right, Black Box Radio, the Rona Report. We have Sky Marlowe today. Say hi to the people. Hi, everyone. How are you? So, um, first of all, we want to, um, we always talk about exactly like if this was a regular April day. Yeah. In Baltimore, yes, what ma'am. would you be doing adverse to what you're actually doing? <laughs>
1: Okay, so if this is a regular April day, I am a bartender at one of the best whiskey bars in DC and I'd be at work right now with my friends, kinda like my family. I miss them so much, we're on a group chat and they were sharing pictures today and videos and it got a little it got a little teary eyed, so I'd be there. That's exactly what I'd be doing.
0: That's beautiful. So you bartend, so you definitely have an intimate job. And I know you have a lot of relationships. Bartend is a (laughs) therapist.
1: Yeah, a little bit, a little Mm bit. Um, uh, We don't have the student loan debts, but yeah, we're therapists.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, okay. So you had, so you guys have a group chat. Wow. We
1: have a group chat. Um, I mean, we're just, I, I, I can honestly say I've worked in the hospitality business for a very long time. This is probably the first bar. A uh, restaurant that I've worked at, where people like hug each other, tell each other that we love each other. It's just like we're like a family, like close knit. You mm-hmm. know,
0: like each other. You work with people you really like. That's a beautiful thing. Uh,
1: you know, that's hard to find. And I mm-hmm. really do. I really work with people that I really enjoy, respect. Um, I'm one of the older members of the team, mm-hmm. and I work with a bunch of millennials. And I have mad respect for them. They teach me things, and I just miss them, miss them a lot. And I think that's what a lot of people are going through right now. Like we spend a lot of time with our work family, you know? Mm-hmm. And now we're we're spending a lot of time with our family family. So <laughs> getting
0: to know them. Yeah. But usually when something like this happens, we, we're we pushed towards our family. But then you you also miss your other family, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So um, y'all were shut down like the second week, the third week. So how long have you like been quarantined?
1: So we found out... I guess it was March 16th.
0: Okay. March 16th. I think that we
1: were not, March 16th, we were not going to open up, I believe, again, or we we're going to open up on a limited basis. I'd have to go back and look at some text messages, but we were told um, the whiskey bar would shut down. Our rooftop would remain open for a limited amount of people. Um, I work all three levels, so I, and I do multiple jobs there. So I was sort of excited that I was maybe an essential employee. But um, we actually, the latest news is that we have released that we um, are no longer even doing takeout, um, at least not at our location. Um, oh, no. Yeah, so we're not even doing that, um, which means our back of the house staff isn't even um, employed or any of our prep cooks or whatever. Um, we we have some, you know numerous locations and um, they were some of the some of the ones that have been around a little longer are probably still open doing takeout. Um, they did like a really great response, like most restaurants in our area, Baltimore and DC, like trying to you know start tip jar pages, start GoFundMe's, just to try to help out a little bit. Um, mm-hmm cuz generally like we're not considered like eligible for unemployment and thank goodness that they finally no, did. It. Mm-hmm. We are this time and that's a good mm-hmm. thing. Um you know and our, our our location was trying to feed people. Um I'm not willing to take public transportation to go to DC cuz I do live in Baltimore. So mm-hmm. just so everyone knows, I am a Baltimore girl. I do live there um i just work in dc dc is great but i live in baltimore and i have worked in baltimore in the past and um I, you know but they're 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 trying really hard it's just you know it, i think it's just you know employers are even like small even small and mid-sized and even some large employers are just like they have never been hit with something like this they don't even know what to do you know mm-hmm. that's true yeah and then yeah. Uh, go ahead
0: Sorry. the confusion is for everybody <laughs> it's not you know it's the corporation is confused everybody is off kilter, so a hundred percent hundred percent I mean, I work another job I so said
1: we're just we're just gonna touch on it a little bit so um I am a fetish model I was a glamour model um before uh the quarantine I was a bikini model. we'll talk about that later um and a professional dominatrix, and you know i most of my uh, and that was like a very, very part time side thing for me. But most of mine was like in life, real person um, connections, communications. And mm-hmm. that's completely gone. And, and a good portion of my friends, that's what they do. They're professional dominatrix or professional fetish models or, you know, Playboy models. And so none of that's going on right now. And so that's also a hard, I mean, it sounds crazy. That's a hard hit industry as well. And having to move all of your industry from in real time to online has also been like, so I just feel like I'm out of work twice, Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) to be fair.
2: You had to double punch. Uh, There's some people who have a head start on the online part. Like um, there are people people who were already building a following online and they already had a portion of what they was doing online. So I think the transition is a little bit easier for, for those people. But if if you were someone who did everything in person to try to then build up, it's a, it's a tough time to do it because it's a it's a busy time. People are home. People are um, on, on a computer.
1: computer. Yeah, for um, sure.
2: But but there are a lot of people who've already kind of dug that well ahead of time.
1: Yeah, I, I had a, um, You know, I had an online presence. Um, even before this, and it's funny because one of the things I I really was like focusing on like on because I only work part time bartending. Okay, I, I got to a certain point in my life. I said I just want to find a good job that I can work part time. You know, bartending, enjoying, love where I work, make enough money to survive, and and you know have a have a decent life, nothing crazy, and. um
2: but and I kept
1: saying, it. and I did it, and I kept saying, you know, I just want to spend a little time, a little more effort and time on my online business. This was not what I had in mind. <laughs>
0: you be careful what you asked for.
1: I apparently need to be a little more specific on what mm-hmm.
0: I asked for. So you're the one who made this happen.
1: Yeah, it was all
0: my fault. All um, your fault. It's all my fault. <laughs> so you said you got the double punch. You got the, um, the right, then the left hook. Yeah. When it comes to your professional uh, movement, what? A, mm-hmm. How's your mind spa- space in this moment? How are you feeling, like personally about about what's going on? How are you feeling?
1: You know, I feel there's like a range of emotions, and I know. I think I think I can say that we're probably all going through this, so in, in various degrees, the range of emotions is is like um, I'm like scared. I'm scared mm-hmm. like a lot of us. I don't, I haven't received unemployment yet. Um, thankfully, you know, bartending is my main number one, my um, main number one thing, and you know, I am eligible and whatnot, and I haven't received it, and I'm worried I couldn't pay my rent um, mm. because financial planning is not my strong point. Um, <laughs> but, and I'm not alone. A lot of us
0: not, trust me. You we're not have alone. A million brothers and sisters. <laughs>
1: right. I mean, a lot of us live paycheck to paycheck. I could have probably did a little better saving. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm scared. I can't sleep at night, and I'm worried. I um, wow. you know, I have a daughter-in-law who's an ICU nurse, and she's married to my son, who's in our National Guard, and he's up there on the front lines. And they're, you know, they're 25, 26 years old, and, wow, and I'm scared. I'm scared for them. I'm scared for her sister. I barely know her sister. Her sister's a nurse as well. They all three live together. Um, I have a son that's in the military. I have two little small grandchildren, um, one that was just born. And his grand—they live with his grandparents. His grandmother's a nurse. Like I worry, you know, she's doing everything possible not to bring it home. She's trying to isolate herself. She's in the same house and she can't even like, you know, it's
0: just
1: she can't Mm. touch the baby. Like I got to see the baby once, and you know, it's it's just we're all going through this. And and I I feel bad for people that got young children. I'm like, thank God this wasn't in the '90s because first of all, if I had to homeschool all five of my children. Yeah, that, I don't even need to explain the rest of that. And these parents,
0: I'm telling you, you better love, teachers. You you better better love you, these teachers. You better love these teachers. give them a tip.
1: But you know, I've, I'm on TikTok and I'm seeing some really cute videos of parents actually getting to know their children and playing with them. Yeah. So my hope in the long run is that they're going to be, you know, tighter family units. Units. There's a lot of kids out there, though. You know, especially Baltimore City. Like we're not economically we're not like you know
0: there's a we're divide
1: no yeah. we're not equipped and there's a lot of kids that don't have laptops they got <laughs> multiple kids
0: you better like, speak about it laptop. you like, gotta speak on it i need to
1: speak on it because like even though i'm not going through that like
0: it's I know happening. This,
1: it's happening i know it's a mm-hmm. problem um you know it, like I don't even, like, there's people, I don't have a washer and dryer at my place. I don't, the last thing I want to do is go out and do laundry at a laundromat. Like, there's people don't, I don't have Wi-Fi. There's people don't have Wi-Fi. They have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just, it's a struggle. And I, I, what I say, I thank God that my kids are all grown up. Is like, I'm still, having you know, I can feed myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if I had to feed kids on three days of a paycheck, which was my last paycheck, and mm-hmm. I did, you know, I couldn't do it. Like, what are people doing? You know, people got babies with diapers. Yeah,
0: that's, that's I'm saying. I, I'm
1: like, I'm like thanking God that I don't have little kids during this. And, mm-hmm. you know, I get, I feel guilty. That's another thought that a lot of us are dealing with. I feel guilty that I'm not using my time better, that I'm not making more money online, that I'm not learning a third language. And I also feel guilty because I'm not going to lie, I miss getting pedicures. And that seems like 100% first world problems. And it is. It totally is. Yeah, but that's it your
0: personal I, world problem.
1: It's my personal problem. It doesn't exactly. matter. I'll live, but there's problems and I feel guilty about it. I feel guilty that I feel bad that I can't do that. But there's people mm. out there struggling. There's people obviously out there that have lost loved ones. I mean, mm-hmm. this is like something that is affecting us all in different ways and also at the same time, kind of the same way. Yeah. And And one thing I, you know, it's interesting to me is what I want to see. Does this bring us closer together as a nation or not? Because in my little world, I feel like it's going to pull us apart a little more. But I also mm-hmm. feel like in my other, like in maybe my work world, both my work worlds, it's going to bring us together closer. I don't know.
0: You know. I just don't know. Well, it depends all on, it's all on the people. I mean, in your humility, because Mother Earth is screaming. Oh, yes, ma'am. And I don't think we want to continue to make her Make she mad yes, she, she she could take you down, yes, so ma'am. we have to either um box up and get it together or we will we will <laughs> destroy ourselves, yeah, that's just, um, just really what it is i mean it's I don't even think we're at a point, but the thing about us is when we stop when this ends and we go right back to where we were, we forget we forget, yeah, we yeah. have such short memories, but I don't know if we'll ever stop stop think talking about this. I don't know. You might forget. But as long if, if you live through this, it's a talking point. Oh, it's really a talking point. This is this is <laughs> it is a talking point. It's
1: more than a talking point. This is gonna change your life. So my this is, um,
0: Exactly. This is a totally. gonna change all of our lives. You're right.
1: Yeah. My parents, um are both deceased and my dad was born in 1921 and my father lived through the depression. My mother was born in the depression. So I grew up with parents that had lived through that. And I, and the way they were was so different from my friend's parents who maybe like was baby boomers. My parents weren't baby boomers. They were the generation before. Mm-hmm. And my kids, you know, I guess my kids are like millennials Um I'm a Gen Xer, or like the confused generation, but like that it that whole experience, the depression, and them. World War II, completely yes. changed the way that people think across the globe. As will this, my hope is is that some cultures are more communal in their thoughts, where. Typically, Western cultures, and this is any sociology 101, so I'm not an expert, but you can go look it up. But We're more individual, and I'm hoping that it takes us away from the individual and more towards the communal, because that's exactly what we need to be doing right now. I mean, we can't we can't go around each other, but we need to be conscientious about trying to not go out when we don't need to go out. Stay home. Is it going to end the virus now? Is it going to help flatten the curve? And one article that I read that was amazingly interesting and very informative was that they called staying at home speed bumps and slowing it down. And that's what we need to do. We need to think above ourselves. Can we do it as Americans? Can we do it as Baltimoreans, Which I hate that term. Um,
0: <laughs> can we do it as a, as a as a world?
1: As a world, can we I do? Mean, it? Trust
0: me, this is we all are at our knees. That's that's why it's so crazy, because the world stops. That hardly world, ever happens.
1: The world does stop. And, you know, when you see, like, pictures from, like, New York City, which I love. I was supposed to go to New York City. Um, Manhattan? Manhattan. <laughs> I was supposed to go to New York City, the 24th and the 25th, and do a photo shoot. Obviously, I was like, oh, no, I'm not going. Um, and that was before anything happened, really, like, before it got really bad. I mean, you look at that, like, you know, when have we ever seen it that still? Um, Never
0: in my lifetime. Never.
1: Never. Never.
0: It could snow. I mean, they had the same in New York. They was in school two days.
1: Right. Right. I mean, (laughs) I saw a report that said the Earth's vibration. I mean, I don't remember where I saw this was, um, you know, you get those news reports on on your phone based on what you watch and look at. And so the earth's vibrations were down because our movement
0: stopped. And I'm like, yeah, the ozone layer is regenerating itself. The Himalaya My- My- mountains in China, the first time they ever, to see, ever seen oh. it. So you must be Google too.
1: yeah, <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. So I'm looking
0: at this. I mean, because science, science is real. Yeah.
1: So science is real. And, um, you know that's what we need to look at. I know there's a lot of fear mongering in the press right now. So the one thing, if I could say anything to the listeners, is please do a little research. Don't look at the the headlines because that's what drives you in. Read the articles and then cross reference it. Because I'm not saying they're doing this on purpose. I'm just saying they're getting caught up. And I ha- so I had a friend send me something, and it was like, don't don't do this. It was relevant to the area because some man was found, you know, tested positive or whatever. And then come to find out, like, he had come off a cruise ship. And I'm like, he was already positive. Like, it has nothing to do with me. But the headline made it seem like, you know, it had to do with everyone. Mm -hmm. And just just be careful what you're reading. Like, cross-reference it. You know, make sure that it's Actual. Make sure it's a reputable uh, newspaper online source because you know selling mag- selling newspapers online is a thing, and just just be careful. Don't don't. And also, the one thing I do want to say is we were talking about this on Twitter. Um, a lot of the professional dominatrix, surprisingly enough, we were talking about this. Is limit the amount of news that you let yourself watch. Because for some people it's very damaging. I know for myself personally, I can't sleep. I sit up and I worry at night.
0: Stop watching that stuff, sister Scott. You Gotta stop.
1: You guys, I mean, I'm not saying stop it all together. I'm saying like limit how much you watch. Stay abreast of what's going on. But you know, know
0: what's going on though. That I tell right. folks is how many how much how many breasts you need. Right. <laughs> a Thank breath you. a breath we know what's going on you have to self-isolate yeah watch your surroundings stay inside yeah venture out for essentials
1: exactly and essential the numbers
0: are here we know this is it, it's no more they can tell you because really the messaging is so confusing yes i agree everyone everyone know what we're doing everyone's forging their own path because we don't have a systematic response from the federal government.
1: Well, we don't because they're allowing the governors to take control of their own state, which sometimes seems like a really good idea. Unless your governor is, I don't know.
0: Not I think that's a good idea when you have this type. of, When you have a killer that's killing a population, yeah, no. individuals can't keep making different, various decisions. It has to be a concerted effort. It's just like a team; you have to all fight to win.
1: Exactly, not I agree the, with
0: that. Not T- the, all of the team, okay, so this one's doing an audible, and that one's running um a trick play no one's everyone's gonna be confused. You get what I'm saying? I completely you have a killer amongst us. It needs to be concerted effort, and when people say, well, that makes sense, it makes no sense. You can never quell anything
1: no, I agree with you hundred percent on that because you have some governors like our governor who's like
0: proactive,
1: very proactive. Um, it probably the most proactive governor
0: in the United Uh-oh, States. Como New York. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Hoagie Ho, he's doing all right, I, but Hoagie Ho ain't doing all of that. Okay. So well, I'm you know, keeping he's it. He's doing a good yeah. job. But good job. then you have like Florida's governor
1: DeSantis and I'm like, right, the worst? I'm sorry. You had to go
0: there. Worse. <laughs> I know. But we, you know, it's just and a guy in Georgia. I can keep going. Mississippi. Uh, I, what is wrong with these guys? I know. But you want me to keep going? They they really need. They need some truth serums. But you know what? <laughs> I mean, and the truth serum is what you think is not real comes right to your door. Just right. Be careful what you prescribe for others.
1: Right. Well, there's this,
0: eating all of the pills. There's this whole.
1: There's a saying that says, um, "Your perception is your reality," and unfortunately. If you're an elected official, you can't go by your perception. And most people cannot go beyond their own perception.
0: Um, We set this thing up like that. That's how them set them up. We have to reset it up then because the system works that way. You give the elected official the power to make decisions from his perception. It's not set up with checks and balances.
1: No, it's not. You, they set up
0: for that. So, you know, people say, well, OK, well, why is it happening like this? Because it was set up like this. Now what's happening is the virus exasperates the setup. Mm-hmm. Everybody can see the sham now.
1: I think that you, when you um, are electing someone, you have to look at someone who can maybe see more than one perspective. Of course, they're always going to be their perspective. But there are people like, like you said, Cuomo, Hoagie Ho, like. You know, they can, cons- that's
0: cute. I love that name. Um, <laughs> that's him. He looked like a hoagie ho. He did.
1: <laughs> he <does. laughs>
0: but he's he's doing a boss job, but he's still hoagie ho to me.
1: Yeah. But he's like at least trying to like go holy, you know, he's doing the holy crap. Like I got to do what's best for my state. He's not, he's, he's crossing party lines. He, you know, which is the one. They better.
0: He better. He, he's compromised. He better cross every line because if, that, if Ronald knock on that Mayor door, I mean, excuse me, that Governor mansion. Right? He's immunocompromised. He uh, he, he is a cancer survivor. That's he's what I'm totally, talking about. Yeah, so if totally. He, it, is, it behooves him to be proactive. And I'm not saying that's why he's doing it. What I'm saying is he understands his own situation. Yeah.
1: And I think and that's a good thing, though. I think that's one of the reasons why he so aggressive on what our self isolation is because he is one of the people that's in that
0: group. Bram. Yeah. You said it. You said it. Because usually you don't understand something until you're a part of it. That's why it's a problem that the most coddled, the most narcissistic, the most um, create the the most selfish people are the people who have the most power. They exactly. need to be people who come from nothing. They're that's the right. only The rich can never legislate for the poor. Never, they will never be able to because they've never ever suffered.
1: Listen, until you've ever taken public transportation in Baltimore and had to walk to work, I'm gonna say this This is not gonna be a popular opinion. I'm not trying to like be all radical on y'all, but (laughs) I'm sorry. That's a Um, disclaimer, y'all. That's a disclaimer because these are (laughs) wonderful people. The views (laughs) of the guests, anyway. um, You you don't get to be mayor. You don't get to be governor. You need to, you need to have a little struggle in your life um, hmm. before you get to run a city of people who are working class and struggling. Oh, struggling because we live paycheck to paycheck. Um, you know, we don't all have cars. We don't all have washer and dryers. Um, yep. We don't all have ways to get to the store. And you know, I feel like. We need someone that comes from the neighborhood, at least has been there for 15, 20 years, that can actually say, "Hey, listen, this is what's going on. This is the people. This is what we need to do." And you know, we have to keep them safe. What are we doing? How are we? How are we making this happen? And with you know, with what's going on, I mean, we're in uncharted territories. Um, I don't think there's anyone really alive that's ever lived through a depression or a plague. I mean.
0: Think about yeah. it. But we lived, through, we, we lived through Trumpy. So we do. <laughs> that's all I got to say. So I, plagues. <laughs> we've been living through Trumpy. So you live through him. You're doing pretty damn good. You're really close to the virus. Yeah, you're doing it's good. COVID-26. <laughs> 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 no, what's his, gee, what's his um, president number? 45. Sorry, COVID, I'm not That's him. COVID-54. <laughs> Because he's, oh, he's, he's backwards. Because he's backwards. <laughs> so that's his name. Over 54 Oh my God. Yeah. Anyway, let me let me not disrespect the <laughs> president. I'm sorry, Sister Scott. Pardon me. No,
1: you don't. You listen, just not the office. The person in charge. That's one thing. The office is another. You know, that's what they say. I don't know.
0: Okay. 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 So okay. we're at the part of the interview where we have a last will and testament. You said some jewels throughout this interview, but I hope definitely so. we leave something inspirational for the people. You know, it could be a talent could be, you know, you might be the greatest rapper on earth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, we want you to leave something for the folks that, you know, that's inspiring, like a jewel, your jewel.
1: All right. So here's what I'm going to say. Don't watch all the news. Give yourself a limited amount of time to catch up and then go do something that makes you happy. You know, go take deep breaths. Like this is going to overwhelm us if we let it and if we let the fear mongering, um, just know, reach out, like learn how to use social media, reach out to other people. I know there's a lot of our older citizens that are struggling with this Um, call up your family, have them walk you through, you know, this is what we got to do to reach out. Just remember we're all in the same boat and this virus doesn't care. There are some of us that are getting targeted more based on the way um, that we are in our life, what we have and don't have, but Mm. it doesn't really care. And The bottom line is is this is going to change us, and I hope it changes us so that we're closer together and not far apart. Because we live on one planet, my friends, and we are one species. And that's what we need to remember. Everything that's been wrong, right, and all that in the past, we need to go forward from now, and we need to take it, and we need to be humans. We, and especially for Baltimore, we need to be the people of the city of Baltimore because it's hard being people from the city of Baltimore. But we need to do that. And just know that I love you. I hope you're doing well. And you know, it's affecting it's affecting us all different ways, and that's okay. That's okay. If you're sleeping until three, it's okay. If you're worried or you can't sleep, it's okay. We're in uncharted territories my loves, just
0: know that. Wow. I approve of that message.
1: Thank you, ma'am.
0: Excellent, Sky. We really appreciate you. You brought a different excellent per- perspective. Thank you. I Do- appreciate you.
2: Thank you so much, Sky. We're really happy to have you here with us and very um, grateful that you took the time to share your perspective and experience as we go through this together.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate you all inviting me out. Um, it was a big honor for me. And, uh, you know, hopefully once we get past this and gets, we get this under control, maybe we'll come back and do some more uh, saucier episodes. But hey.
2: <laughs> all good. All day. <laughs> all right, listeners, if you enjoyed this conversation and you would like to hear more of the Rona Report, you can visit blackboxradio.com. That's B-L-A-K-B-O-X-X. R A D I O dot com. You can also find Black Box Radio on Instagram and Facebook at Black Box Radio or on Twitter at Box Black. That's B O X X B L A K.
0: All right. This is the Rona Report. We had Sky Marlow and we so appreciate you again.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: So this is Black Box Radio. It is four ten twenty, the Rona Report. We are out. Peace.